Bro, you're asking, you're saying you want to do something pretty big, like this pretty big task here. MMOs are massive projects, massive projects. And he can't even do some basic things like, dude, you just made the cringiest video I've seen all year. And I make cringy videos on purpose. You know, that's like what my channel is, (laughs) right? And and you like topped it single-handedly immediately except for you're not be trying you're actually want legitimately want money and yeah and his cringy video made him 55k that will probably go right yeah. in his pocket to buy himself a new car and some other stuff and things i i'm not gonna allude to what those probably a new be. apartment not to put on my i really should have sorry that's stuff. right we we do have I, a thing where we're gonna do this hold on let me put mine on hold on it's just Mine just in, emphasizes upon the glory of my... We did bring our tinfoil hats. We didn't forget. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more. Your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I am joined today by my returning party members. Let's welcome back Alexer. Hello. And welcome back the Nathan Napalm. Hey, glad to be here. Yo, we got some stuff. Dude, this is going <laughs> <laughs> to... Oh, it's going to be a wild ride. How can I say this? I'm going to say some shit today, I think. <laughs> I think this is a good way to go. I think it's a good way to kind of preface this show, dude. I might might lose my shit a little bit on some of this stuff, but it's okay. It's okay. We do that. We rant a bit here. If if you have a sensitive constitution, this might not be the show for you. Right. Exactly. Um, So before we dig in too far, I got to give a big shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the people that support this content, this channel, this podcast. Thanks a lot for the uh, subscriptions over on, you know, YouTube, Patreon, here on Twitch. Greatly appreciated, and you, uh, you know, keep the bags of this party packed. So thanks a lot. And uh, also, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, <laughs> you can call us at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one. If you haven't already, please consider going to iTunes and giving us a five star review, leaving us a message, and we can read it on the show. Okay, are we ready to go? Mm. Let's just do it. Let's just rip it off like a Band-Aid, man. This is <laughs> well, let's just rip the Band-Aid off, shall we? All right, man. So I did do... Okay. Actually, we have Lexer to thank for this. Thanks, man. For the You're welcome. You know, over the weekend, I get this thing on, you know, on I get a DM on Discord in our, in our little group, such as it is. And it's basically like, yo, check out this. It's a Kickstarter game. Oh, interesting. Let's take a look, shall we? Enter Dream World, the game that we are going to talk about. No, I'm not going to link you to Kickstarter because I am not promoting it in any fucking way. <laughs> they don't need it anyway. Apparently, apparently not. Oh audience. god, they only. I, need I don't it. even know where to start on this. There's thing. too many, dude. There's, there's, you need. They only needed ten thousand dollars <throat> to make the MMORPG. That uh, how can I? That wouldn't that wouldn't even be six months of work mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. dude. Um, that guy, how much was Apple, Google, Facebook paying this guy anyway? Oh, no, okay. Here's I'm going to say this right now. <laughs> that guy who worked at Google oh. and Facebook and Apple, he's a lot younger than I am. I guarantee you that he barely did anything there. 
because or or you got fired. I yeah. can guarantee it. Because I mean, I've got shirts that are older than he is. And per, trust me, if he's working on, on Dreamworld, he is not some kind of savant. Yeah. Dude. And that, you know what I didn't like? And look, hey, it's a rough world out there, right? Oh, here we go. Uh, COVID, COVID ruined it for a lot of people and a lot of opportunities, et cetera. Um, for a lot of people, right? So no. don't feel like it was very professional or like the right temperature no. kind of feeling in the room for him to get on his Kickstarter and be all like, due to COVID, this, that, and the third. And then like, I was already like, eh, that, that sucks for you, man, but that's just probably not something you should mention. And then he goes on to be like, and then my fiance left me. And then I had to move in with my parents. It's like, bro, just, all right, let's cool it for just a minute. All here. I can like, say is bringing up the sob story is a bitch move. Yeah, don't do, don't put your sob story. If, you, if your project can't stand on its own, then you shouldn't even be on Kickstarter for starters. Let yeah. alone if you feel you have to re- pull at people's heartstrings in order to get a buck. To me, either says one of two things. A, your game ain't worth shit. Or two, you're just looking to fuck people out of their hard-earned money. Yeah. I'm, yeah. La- I'm only laughing because some people, look, some people that are here, this is going to seem like a bit of a repeat because I did cover it on Monday. To some people, though, you're going to get some different perspectives, but we do have people who listen to this on the podcast places, some that don't check it out, don't watch my channel, like outside of the podcast, or even, you know, some people that just listen to the show. Well, they're only living half a life then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but one thing, but one thing I think we can all agree upon is that Uh, if we, if we were to play this game, Dreamworld... It would probably be the last MMO we'd ever play because we'd never play. I got my fucking eyes out, dude. <laughs> the ice cream land and all that. I just don't. I can't believe that this is getting people are spending money. Is this fake? Is this like they're self-investing to make it look like it's a? It's, it's, no. It's a well, they say yeah, on the Kickstarter, it's, it's an idiots. We, it's we, just flat out idiots. We, wait for the people that are we, people are, that are listening to this later are going to go. Well, why are they so fired up? Like, what was it that they were saying they were going to do? Like, I don't. Why? Why are they so triggered by this? Well, this game is claiming to have every genre all in one. It's going to be the last game you ever play. They're going to have millions of people playing it at uh, together. Is what they say, which then you go down the Kickstarter and they actually say thousands of people playing in the same. So right. there's like all, all, the, all the info doesn't match up. It doesn't match up. Thousand million. Mm-hmm. That's just a small difference there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Thousand people on the server. And, and then there's a, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of this little truth bending going on, which to me is, is a gigantic red flag. Like, like what's his nuts? Gary, I think his name was. Something like that. Yeah. Who worked Apple, Facebook and Google. Yeah. I'm sorry. Being a fucking intern doesn't count. Oh, you're <laughs> jumping ahead, Lexer. You're jumping ahead. It's okay. Well, well he's that. he's he's that young. He is that young where that is lo- that is the only way he can work at those three companies. Oh man. It, it's just, literally unless he's what? working customer service or he's doing fucking mail deliveries. He walks in the building and says, I work here now. I, I tried to go to their website too before we did the show to actually go and take a look and see if like I could go to the website and see how functional it is. It's literally just like a, it's, it's nothing there. It's, it looks like something from GeoCities. No, it's literally like here's a here's a here's a video clip of the same thing you see on the Kickstarter repeating, and then 
a button to Kickstarter and nothing right. else. So now, now, now you got to ask yourself if they can't even do HTML, the easiest language in the world, how the hell are they going to make a game? Because here's, here's the thing. They're not, they're literally slapping a bunch of add-ons together. They're not yeah. just asset swapping. They're slapping add-ons in there and just making the shit work. I, mm. I feel like they think that nobody's ever had this idea before. You know, like they're like, I guarantee you know it. You know what nobody's ever thought of? Millions of people in one server and they can do anything and they can make their own worlds and they can right. do whatever they want. It's like, bro, if you can do the networking for that, if you can do the hard labor of building that, you don't need Kickstarter. You can sell that network code to every freaking large publisher in the world. But here's the thing. You can do that. That's what ESO does. They can have millions of people online. They do a mega server. It's a load balancing expandable mega server, which is just lots of servers working together, sharing right. load. Yeah. So it's not like it's impossible. But, but here, I believe it is. I don't. Oh, think absolutely, because they're because they're not even explaining it right. They're just saying millions of people online. Well, technically, you can have them log in at the character select screen and have millions of people there and have almost zero load on your servers. Yeah, like No Man's. Uh, remember, No Man's Sky did that. Yeah, where we thought it was multiplayer and they were lying. It wasn't. <laughs> right, and they got caught in it too. Except at least they made good, came back, yeah. did some actual work, and made a pretty decent game. Yeah, I agree. So what I was saying when I watched this thing was, it look, I know times are tough and everything, but it looks like someone's like, hey, save me because my life's gone down the shitter. So now this is my my dream, right? My dream world because this is going to save me and you're going to save me. That was the big thing for me, right? And your buddy, Garrison, he says, is like, stopped quit his job at these like prestigious companies or company or wherever he worked he worked at all three i guess i don't know if it was at the same time he's just like i've worked here here and here and i stopped my job to come make dream world it's like so you worked at all three you had one at all three at one point in time not a lot of you know what i mean like i'm not really Mm -hmm. instilling confidence and so then it's like so you quit your job that pays to do something that will require money. That's a responsible not, decision. Yeah. Not a, exactly my point, right? Not a responsible decision. Which, which again points to just how young he is. So I got a comment on the video. In fact, I got several and I also got an email from somebody. You know, keep in mind, I couldn't put this. This game's not a categorizable game. Third time's a charm, man. Uh, it's not a categorizable game on YouTube. So you've literally just got to like, you know, it's just, it's just out there floating. Right. So some people might find it. Some may not just like everything else. That, that's a toilet bowl floats around. <laughs> Dude. So I got an email from someone, but we're going to follow that up. This is worth the discussion point. Nate, you can go check it out on Kickstarter. It's actually fully funded. And then some, they only set the bar for 10,000. They say they've got funding from Silicon Valley. I mean, they just keep outlining. They're they're just going. I miss that. My part. jobs were here. It's down in the description down below. They're like, well, you know, my job. I worked at the most prestigious places. You know, what I mean, we got money from the most prestigious places. Also, when the guy was given the delivery, he was like, "You can resource get." You know, was it resource collect? I'm like gathering. People that know anything about this game say gathering. They don't say resource collect combat each other pvp i'll be right back i have to go resource collect 
I mean, there were like so many things. I'm just like, this doesn't sound like a guy who even understands the genre, much less plays <laughs> the games. You know what I mean? No. Like, so yeah. anyway, people doesn't keep saying a, a high idea. Okay, fine, fair enough. I don't know the guy. I don't know anything. But I got a couple, a few comments here, right? It should be called Dunning Kruger Effect World. I'm so glad others are calling this out. I was disgusted when I first saw this advertised. And then we had someone who claims to be a, a programmer or a game uh, developer says, yeah, I program MMORPGs for a living, work on my own MMORPG and my personal time. And I personally feel that this is an absolute scam. I will always consider something a scam when a product deliberately shows a bunch of assets and never tells people, hey, nothing here is made by us. I can identify about 90% of these assets as being Unreal assets most I own, and it appears that I use it, that it uses the MMO kit in Unreal that isn't really a proper MMORPG system. It's functional enough, but I've worked three contracts for teams using it, and it's not even remotely capable of hand handling 30 to 40 active connections. Stable. Mm. Unreal can't even natively support that degree of connectivity, so they'd have to build their own network infrastructure to serve the game. And then he was like saying he needs to hurry up and make his game or whatever, but also said that feeling that this is actually hurting what they're trying to do, which I think is a big takeaway. And I agree with that. That's the part that concerns Absolutely. me the most, you know? Well, that that's why I'm so triggered. Yeah. It's morons like this that are making life difficult for the people who are actually trying to make games. All right. Because let's say some indie guy who's, you know, trying to do something that he's always dreamed of and he's he's working hard plus he's doing this and you know just getting through life but he's actually trying he tells people the ins and outs he's telling me i have to use these assets for now until i can afford to get somebody to redo them you know okay that makes sense mm -hmm. but you know he's trying legitimately trying and now everyone no matter what is going to be like here's a scam why because fucking dream world and other morons are out there taking people for everything they're worth. Yeah. And they're building a look for it, too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're, they're setting that standard of this is what a scam looks like, you know. And so Honest Guy comes along, and he looks like a scam because he's having to start his project using assets, which is what they're for, right? But we got all these, um, I mean, that, that it's, it won't take long, and that just is what a scam looks like to the average consumer, right? Right. And it's funny how they left out specifics about everything, like the Silicon Valley. We have top Silicon Valley investors. Bullshit. I know, I know quite a few people who are investors, and, I, and they're not from Silicon Valley. But I guarantee you, they would look at that and be like, "Fuck no." Why would you be? Why would you at, be asking for just ten thousand dollars then? Like, what's the, that's what more money too? Not to mention, you didn't say what you're doing with the ten thousand dollars. Right. right. How it's going to help the game if it's and already like, funded? And like just in chat, you know. His little his little go getter buddy there talking about where he's worked. What did you do? What was your title? How long did you work there? He, he leaves out this business. He could have yeah. walked in for one day, got his ass canned, and been like, "Yep, I worked there." <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. good. For, and, he, and let's but, assume let's assume for a minute that that because I'm just going to hammer on that guy because he's he's an IT guy. I'm an IT guy. Let's assume he worked there, worked at those companies for a year. Yeah. Okay, so what do you actually do? Oh, well, I'm a programmer. Okay, what what do you actually do? You can you can play around with JavaScript in a web browser and be like, I'm a programmer. Yeah. What is it you actually do? 
Are you a protocol specialist? Are you a database specialist? Mm -hmm. Are you a server multi-thread specialist? Or uh, what the hell do you do? Mm -hmm. Do you specialize yeah. in APIs? Do you specialize in user interfaces? For the love of Christ, what do you do? What is your yeah, specialization, because man? Any any of those three, they don't just hire a programmer, right? Right. Like, hey, or, oh, cool. Programmer. Or did you just did you just work on freaking help files? I was just like to say that, I was just like to say that technically oh. I also work for Google because I make videos on YouTube, which is owned by Google, and I had to file my taxes, and technically I did get my little statement from Google, right? So mm -hmm. I just want to point out that even I technically could say I work for Google, right? right? And, and that's, that's a, a technicality. Yeah, that's a very. I work. I work for Microsoft. I work for Hewlett Packard. I don't go around saying that I work for them. Why? Because a Microsoft is a pile of trash. Google yeah. ain't much better. Apple definitely isn't much better. Facebook is certainly not better. So honestly, why would you tell anybody you work at those places? Sidebar: Did you know that? Uh, well, you do know this actually. But people, did you all hear the news? Microsoft's looking to acquire Discord. Please don't. To buy it please. for 10 billion or some crazy Dis number. Discord, please. please I don't. know it's a lot of money. Don't take that. Just don't. Yes. Just just don't. Please because don't. let's look at Microsoft's track record. With gaming studios, they do all right. They don't do great, but they don't don't do bad. I mean, they've had some really good successes and some really big flops. But let's look at their social platforms for a minute. Let's look at MSN Messenger. Let's look at Skype. Let's look at Mixer. Formerly Beam, they ran all three of those into the ground fast, quick too. Yeah, and it was oh so my fast. God. It was like hype, 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 hype. Eh, we're done. And gone. Forget about it. So, <laughs> in what universe <laughs> will Microsoft run Discord moderately well? There is. It doesn't exist. Even if you believe in the multiverse theory, there is not a universe that exists where Microsoft can run Discord. Man. I'm sorry. They're just... Yes, please so don't. If they pick up, if Microsoft picks up, I'm done. I'm not doing Discord. Plain and simple. Shit, I'll, I'll go to freaking, what's it called? Slack? <laughs> or what's another one? Um, Keybase? You know, there's tons of these things popping up now. So it's not like Discord's the only game in town. It's just the first game in town when it came to this new level of social platform. Um, yeah. So, all right. So I got an email, which I want to mention. This is the first time I've ever received an email as a content creator from somebody going, hey, I'd really like to let you know that I saw your recent video regarding the DreamWorld Kickstarter. Thank you for drawing some attention to this. I agree. It seems very suspicious. You might take a look at Garrison's LinkedIn. I've worked with him and his profile is dot, 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 embellished. He was an intern at Google, Facebook, and to my knowledge, has never been an infrastructure engineer. Anyways, nice job in the review. Hopefully it gets some folks thinking about what they invest in. And I did get the link and I did look at it. And so, Lexer, I would like to mention, we did not know this. This is, no. so when Lexer was making the, right. saying this guy was probably a freaking he did, intern. He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> I see that. I see. Here's the thing. I said that because I've seen a lot of people who have who have done that before on resumes, where they're like, you know, I worked here. What did you do? Oh, I was an intern. So you didn't technically work there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these guys didn't know about this at all. This is completely brand new for everybody here, except me. 
so yeah, I mean, honestly, his little salt box hole or yeah, his little soapbox holding buddy. So is worth mm. jack squat. So what are these guys doing? Are they looking up to people like Caspian and being like, ooh, let's do what that guy did? That let's follow so Chronicles of Valyria. He made yeah. some money. Yeah, but he's also getting his ass sued. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I don't understand. Why are they following in the or do, do you think they legitimately really do want to make one? They just can't follow through. Oh, dude, I'm looking at his LinkedIn right now. I bet it's I bet it's just full of crap. <laughs> I, bet, I, I bet you anything that that guy couldn't get a job at the local Radio Shack if there was still one around. Oh, shit. So his education was the University of Michigan College of Engineering. I'm not going to say his full name or anything. I'm just going to no. just go with what we know. I'm not going to say anything else, okay? Um, this is all public information, right? But I'm not doxing anybody here, right? Yeah. Talking about engineering practicum for like the same year, no significant period of time. Um, it says lead power electrical engineer solar car team in a, in a state, which I'm not going to say. Um, embedded software engineer on Facebook. Okay, okay. Um, that looked like it was less than a year there. Less than a year as an, as an engineering practicum. Um, looked like 11 months as a lead power electrical engineer. Um, robotics engineer, specialist projects, autonomous systems. Looks robotics like, engineer, you made a hand that went like this. Oh God. <laughs> Embed engineering test iPhone team. So both of these were right at a year. Okay. Um, senior robotics engineer. Um, this looked like, was this for like cruise area or something? I don't know exactly what that is. It doesn't it, really it say. It sounds to me. Like a kid, there's nothing that he else gets a job, do. and the minute they actually make him work, he quits and goes somewhere else. But these are the things that you would want to mention on a Kickstarter. Like, where does your experience come from that you're drawing from that gives you strengths right. as someone who's designing a game? And right. none of this stuff's on there. And then, literally, the robotics engineer thing that's about two years, but there's no job description. There's nothing about, um, I mean, and honestly, and I hate to say this, but if you look at one of these, you know when you go and you copy something off of a website and it has bullet points and you go and you paste it and it puts squares there instead? That's what happened. That's what's here on two of these. And then on one of them, it's got dashes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it really is. No, I, I'm, I'm saying these are the types of mistakes oh that happen when you copy oh paste stuff. <laughs> so I'm just, it could have been, I'm not saying it's what happened. I'm just saying these are, it doesn't look professional. It doesn't look congruent across the board. It looks like. Different slapped things were together. pasted. Crap. Were slapped together. Patched together. Yeah. Uh, senior box engineer literally has no description whatsoever. Yet, yet you worked there two years, and then right after that is the founder, co-founder, and CEO of Dreamworld. Less than a year, twenty twenty one to present, and it just basically is the basic description. It has actually, in yeah, most of my, it seems the most relevant to what the job is compared to the others, which just seem like they're bullet points here. And again, I don't know if that's what happened. I'm not even saying it is. I'm just saying from someone who's seeing it, it looks this way to me because there are mistakes on this thing that don't make it look very clean, don't make it look very professional, and it looks like the kind of mistakes you would you would make if you were copy-pasting something like that. I haven't seen a single thing about that project that looks even remotely professional. I'm talking my 12-year-old nephew can draw something on a freaking screen with MS Paint, and it would look better than the shit they're throwing up. It would be original, at least. Uh, he's got, yeah, at least. I mean, at least there's like he's got 500 plus connections or something. He knows well, I'm, I'm looking here. 
I'm looking here. It looks like they've got some original ideas, though, right? Like, who's ever heard of CBC, right? Character versus character. Looks like they made that up. <laughs> oh, is that, you mean PvP, player versus player? Oh, that's right. They didn't oh. make that up. They just never heard of it before. So they don't <laughs> even they don't even understand the terminology of no. basic video games, and they're saying they're trying to make the last game you'll ever play. Well, none of those job descriptions for our homie there really sounded like someone who anything even remotely relevant to to a game like this right so you well, I mean, okay so let's take the, the most impressive thing there the robotic stuff right for sure that's probably the most impressive stuff that many people go ooh ah okay well, but here's the thing what what the hell did he do did he just screw servos to a frame did he just basically plug the shit into the receivers did mm. uh, did you actually do some coding or were you the guy that was basically mopping up the oil because you couldn't do anything else. Yeah. With the way things are presented right now, I've got my theory that he basically stood on the sidelines with a big roll of paper towel going, can I do it now? <laughs> Isn't this game... But, like, I'm thinking of it like, so people, you know, the, the, the premise of the game, isn't it basically just Roblox? Isn't that... No, 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 well, no. Well, it's like they basically said it's like think minecraft and roblox but in a massive open world where it's all that i'm like how are you gonna make yeah, but, that work dude like yeah that's my thing is like you how like it's just infinite space and so like you just find a corner that's untapped and you start building there is that basically what they're trying to say and that their server technology is so good that no matter how many people join and no matter how big they make their right space, now, will be now here Here's the thing with that whole server thing. Okay, so there are literal bona fide Menso level geniuses working on MMOs. Mm -hmm. What the hell makes that these two half-wit dropouts are going to do something that is completely out of this world? Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. True. Yeah, because yeah, there is innovation that happens, right? There is. But let's look at, like, Bill Gates. He dropped out of Harvard, was it? Uh, let's look at uh, what's-his-nuts from Facebook. What did he drop out of? Harvard. Now, these were smart people to begin with. Yeah. Or or look at, um, I just found out about this technology recently, right? Um, so uh, we've been playing Dark Age Camelot lately. And I just found out because we're talking about, it's weird how the world, the overworld, is one zone. And it's gargantuan. And it's like, you know, this is from 2001. This is pretty crazy, right? And then this guy hopped in, and he started explaining to me, so I started Googling it, and sure enough, he was right. They had this bubble technology. Well, was that you, Lexer, that told me about that, actually? They had this bubble technology, and it just loads that area. I think I had time. described it something, something yeah, similar I think, to that. I yeah. think we had at least talked about it, yeah. And so it's like this brand new idea back in 2001 to create this bubble area, so it only has to worry about that amount on the server. Um and send small little tiny packets of information to to tell what's going on on, on your end on from from your bubble. Um, but anyway, the reason I'm mentioning that is that's insanity in 2001. You know, to even go to a uh, and this was Mythic Entertainment, which was a few couple of nobodies, right? Um, they were a tiny little indie company back in 2001 that made this MMO, um, but. It probably was held together by by you know 
duct tape and you know be wishing prayers uh and Mm -hmm. as the game grew and they got more funding they started adding more to it and making it beefing it up and making it something that can last so i i don't want to say that because i love indie developers i think that they are the future of video Mm -hmm. games in general but those people typically aren't the kind of people who get on a video and say i worked for apple google this and that yeah we're gonna do we're making the best mmo ever like bro you don't think everybody tried to make the best mmo ever you don't think that was the goal for developers on every mmo ever made dude you know like you can't apparently they are selling it to people but i can't believe it i can't believe anybody's falling for this but are they selling that or are, are they selling the vision which doesn't seem like there's a whole lot there's not much to the vision like this is my yeah. dream why yeah since when right because yeah. the well, only reference you're giving me makes it a scam though is because there's literally no foundation of the presentation no everything's up on stilts and you're just hoping to god it stays together so that people give you money before it's time to run dude this is the worst part though man it's like this is we talk all the time about how mmorpgs like it's not that they're dead it's not that they aren't good it's not that the genre doesn't have hope but things like this are just continuing to tarnish it over and over and over to put this in perspective here we got two guys who are literally blowing smoke up everybody's ass yeah through something or trying to use some very unprofessional means of subconsciously making you want to give him money. Yeah, you, okay. Playing on emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pathetic. Whether true or not, you are. That's or you wouldn't right. put it in Which there. Which is flat out pathetic. Man the fuck up and deal with your shit. Period. That's right. Yeah. But I digress. I know of a couple developers right now who are indies who are literally have zero requirements to join the staff except for a willingness to learn and passion. Yeah. Because if you have the passion and the willingness to learn, you can go from nothing to a master. And I've got a couple examples of this as well. I've got a guy on a project right now who has never done 3D modeling ever. And now he's making buildings, he's making trees, he's making plants, all with animations, all with bone structures. I've got a guy who's a freaking accountant. And he's building giant zones. Because he, he has the passion. He wanted to. The drive to yeah. learn. Yeah, he and just the thing didn't is, know how and he wanted to. If if I if this project ever sees the light of day, because it's so very very early, you best bet your ass that one of the first things I'll be telling people is that this team came from literally zero experience, besides yeah. myself, and that that's it, it's okay to to say that you have no experience as long as you can prove to people you have the drive. Yeah, because yeah. that counts for more, in my opinion. Yeah, it does. Even when you're hiring a programmer at like a, just a regular day job, it doesn't matter if they're the best coder ever, because frankly, no matter how good you are, there's always somebody better and you can't know everything. But as long as they have the passion and the drive to learn, they're worth hiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, on the server yeah. topic, someone brought up a good point in chat, could talk dead. And uh, this is actually something I saw an article on Dual Universe. Uh, and they've, they've been aiming, I remember they had done a simulation of like a ton of like characters on a world. That was like 
a year or two ago, easy, yeah. a couple years ago. And they recently have this, uh, they have this update where I guess they've gone through and they're starting to update their textures and all the graphics and stuff like that. So that one's definitely in terms of like having a lot of players in the same area at the same time. I mean, they're aiming high. And so far they've, I mean, as, it, as it currently stands, they're achieving it. Um, you know, whether the game is something that people want to play or not, you know, it's kind of like Planet Side 2, right? That you can have a lot of people in that game too. And, you know, but it's about, you know, do people want to play it? I mean, there's a lot of other factors that go into it, but yeah, with this, the stuff that we see with this one, man, it's just, it's, I would, I would believe, I would believe dream world actually, if they were claiming it was not an MMO, right. They were just like, we're Mm going to make this game where you can create anything because like, um, I don't know if you guys ever played it. Um, that game, I'm pretty sure it it was just called dreams. It was on PS4. Mm. Uh, really freaking cool dude and you can do multiplayer I, I don't remember four to eight somewhere in that round um and you can literally build anything dude and it's, they made it so intuitive and easy my kids jumped on it and just started making levels and worlds and characters and you know they don't know nothing they literally never done anything like that so i would believe it if that's what they were going for because i've seen it done and it is a smart thing mm. people like to build things etc yeah um, i mean that that's a very good point they're uh, once again basically picking at the corpse of the mmo genre yeah which for, uh, personally i mean i'm taking that very personally yeah i know and i'm sorry but it's just the way i am i owe i owe mmos too much so if they were to come back and be like, you know, no, we're not doing MMO. We're just doing like a, a one to four player thing where you can just get around and fuck around with your friends. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you got yourself a product, yeah. you know, and you're not, you're not stepping on people's toes. You're not, you know, you're maybe at that point, it's going to feel a little more honest and less shysty, but I mean, it would be a step in the right direction rather than be like, we're making the greatest thing ever and no one can do better than us, even though we have no experience and I've never worked a job more than two years and I used to be a waiter. And it's like, yeah. And think, of the, compl- points. think, think of the complications, right? So if it's an MMO and maybe I'm the crazy one, but MMO needs a progression system. It needs a currency or a few currencies. Mm-hmm. So what stops me from just making my own level full of currency? Uh, full of easy-to-kill mobs worth tons of experience. So I can just uh, power level, and everybody comes to me to power level. W- w- game breaker. Game's ruined now, right? Like, that. There's, there's a reason. There's so many systems that all lean and touch each other and hold each other up when you're creating a world that it's very difficult for you to give the player full freedom or else it opens the doorway to break the game immediately right oh yeah Um, so you tell me how they're going to design a system that has progression but also lets you do whatever you want but also it isn't a game-breaking piece of crap game that is totally worthless and there is no progression because it got broke on day one as Mm -hmm. soon as somebody entered the game right because would as gamers I'm not going to lie. That'd be the first thing I'd do. I'd be like, well, let me just make a little level here so I can power level. And, yeah. you know, if it's skill-based, then here's a bunch of easy ways to get my uh, dexterity up. Here's an easy way to get my strength up. Here's an easy way for this, that, that, that. I'm going to max my le- my character out. And then the game is, then what? I'm done. It's boring, and I'm out. Right, dude. They, I am currently a game designer on an MMO. Mm-hmm. I look at DreamWorld, and I try to I put everything else aside, and I say, okay, let's just look at features... Let's just look at what they're saying is going to be in there. 
Okay. So you've got a, a destructible world. Mm. You have the ability to do anything. And you're going to have lots of lots of players. Because even if we jump down to the thousands that was in the description and not the millions that they said, you know, that's still a lot of people. So right off the bat, the little griefer exploiter in me wants to go, okay, so to me that says that I can literally do, I can dig a gigantic hole, get a person stuck, even a new player, and they're, they're there forever. If they don't have something to get out, they're there forever, right? Or, or they can do anything too, so then what right. can they just make so, it? To me, That's the bad. You, you have players that can screw other people that are playing your game. And literally, just through what you've described, there is no legitimate way that you can punish bad players because you're allowed to do anything. Right. What if let's let's say it's a resource a resource collection game, um, not a gathering game, but so you go around and you you need you need some wood. You know this is basic thing. You need wood to build something. Well, what if some player like me, for instance, wanted to be a jackass? I woke up in a bad mood and I took every tree down. Yeah, and people will do that, and they will do that. Look at Ultima Online. Mm-hmm. The, if you it. look at the big this this documentary interview that they did with those guys, they even said like because you know, big migratory system, and then what they never expected was that people would literally just get on and kill everything. Yeah, and they everybody literally, they everything. Literally killed everything. Right. They're like, uh, well, there goes that big complicated system. We <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It was essentially wasted CPU cycles on the server at that point. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I mean, so I can go and I can clear cut the entire game. I can dig giant holes for people to get stuck in. I can go around and kill absolutely everything. Or I can do hit somebody and send them flying. Mm-hmm. You know, so... You know what I'm going to make? I'm going to make a giant worm that's so big he can just eat the whole server immediately. Because huh. I can do anything. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. So the server that's the dilemma. That was the dilemma in the presentation. Off. You're telling people that they can have it however they want. Whatever you want, every game, every genre, all in one place with millions of people playing it. Right. Would it be would it be a wonderful thing? Yes. Is it possible? Absolutely not. No. To say it is is a fucking lie. It just isn't, man. I'm sorry. I honestly don't want to play an MMO where I'm just running through some random people's created worlds. I'm gonna be honest. That's I mean it would be cool. I wouldn't want to play it as my main though. I wouldn't be like, yeah, this game I'm running through Candyland. Now I'm running through uh freaking whatever you know, giant uh uh genital land and you know like that's what it would be. You would just be seeing a bunch of really weird trolley, you know, uh pictures. Every mountain looks like boobs or wieners. Like it would be cool if it was possible, but I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want like the you know what I mean? Because like then you got like okay maybe I like crafted my cut out of the world and now some other player come run through and just like the whole right, thing. So let, like come on. Well, let's say you're a Minecraft player, right? And you go in there, you want to build. That's all you want to do. You don't care about anything. Yep. You you build you build this giant castle. Someone walks in, and just fucking mows right through it. So you, now just a regular person, just a nobody, came in and destroyed hours of your hard work. Why would anybody bother with that pile of shit game? Yeah. I mean, it, the, the entire premise is about trolling each other. Yeah, that's what it would be immediately. Right. It's just Rolling pathetic. Games. Now, and let, let's, okay, so let's say, okay, it's the last game that you'll ever play because it's going to appeal to everybody. Okay. 
So exactly how are you going to justify to me playing a medieval knight style dueling game like Mortal Mortal Two Online or whatever it was? Oh, good segue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. To play that—that's the style of game I want to play. You can do that. Okay. But I don't want to be fighting neon yellow ninjas on a fucking snow cone. All right. <laughs> that's my point. There was another. That's my point. There was another Kickstarter game that I was going to mention, but I just I don't have the heart to do it, dude. Because it genuinely looked like somebody who was who. There's nothing scammy about this one, but they just they've been yeah. they, they wanted to do it for a year. They've been doing the development work that they've been doing for three three weeks or something, I think, or three months or whatever it was. And now they're like wanting to do it. The delivery was horrible. Kudos to them though, because as as this has been on Kickstarter, I don't think at the time I last looked at it, has nobody's backed it for what I feel is very obvious reasons. But when I reflect on, I mean, he's been doing update videos and all this stuff and posting things up there and everything. And then no one's no one's donating because his delivery is just there's it's just it's not good, man. And it it kind of hurts because like you kind of think like this guy maybe actually really does want to do something great. But maybe this isn't good with people. Doesn't know how to talk about the project. The possibility, yeah, of of a game of just any of just a game is there. There's it. it I mean, there's a couple things because I, if I remember the page, yeah. it 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 just looked like he just needed someone to help get him on the right track. Mm, yeah. Now that's not to say that it, is, it isn't a scam because there have been some yeah, scammers out there that make him look really good, right? But the thing is, there's also just as many people out there who really want to do this, but maybe they're they're just not a graphics designer. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They just don't yeah. know how to do it. I'm a programmer, and I I tell people this every time I work on a project. I make it work. I make shit do some crazy stuff, but I don't make it look pretty because yeah. it's just not my thing. Not your, yeah. So you have to identify your own weaknesses and go. Okay, I need to find a way to overcome this whether it be you know going to what's it fiverr to hire out some graphics or maybe you've got a friend who's a, who's a mm. bit of a writer who can at least write a little better um or someone who can do some video editing or i mean god what is it there's, there's udemy there's um skillshare all these other things will show you how to do stuff do those first then go there. It's all about the prep work. If you don't prep, we know that. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, that you got to do something before you hit Kickstarter, right? That's my opinion. So if, um, so I am an artist, but not a 3D artist, right? Uh, so um, I could do some really good um, sketch art or, um, you know, uh, show off zones, what we want them to look like, etc. But if I wanted to make an MMO, I wouldn't just take that art and then make videos and be like, hey, help me, give me money so I can make this MMO. I would seek out somebody who could program, somebody that could make 3D models, somebody that could help me design something that works as a proof of mm. concept, and then I might go, right? Right. That's the proper way to do it. Yeah, we're in this weird new era where people think I don't even need a proof of concept. I just need to get out there and get, convince get people to donate. Yeah, right. I mean, people people who are going to Kickstarter that aren't actually trying to start Kickstarters, 
you need to stop and think. You are technically an investor. You don't, and you don't get like a monetary return more right. often than not. You ju- you're getting a product in return. You don't want to spend this money unless you're damn sure you're getting something in return. You guys, do you, do you remember? I feel like this is a really interesting reference point. And then I got to read some comments from chat because we got a homie in here. Uh, we've we've talked about the a game related to it, the homie in chat here, but. Y'all remember, anybody remember this? There was a point in time, like back, I think it was like 2013, 14, I remember, um, where someone did a Kickstarter and it was about making the best potato salad. Oh, yeah. You guys remember this? Yeah. Completely was a troll thing and raised a ton of money. And the stretch goals were, you know, I've never, it was like, I've the risks, I've never really made potato salad like this before. Um, It may not be that great. Or something like that. And I just remember thinking, someone completely just trolled this whole thing. Like, just laughed their their ass off making this whole thing. And got a ton of money donated to them. And I feel like sometimes I see stuff like this and I go, you saw that Kickstarter, didn't you? Because yeah. it, the thing is, is that with the Kickstarter, keep in mind, it doesn't. you're not guaranteed that they're going to deliver you what the vision is. Because the risks, they have to outline the risks, and the risk could be I may not be able to deliver the potato salad to you. Right. I, 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 I want to make the best potato salad ever. I want it to be the most delicious ever. Could taste like but garbage. I'm, could just taste yeah. like horribly mashed up potatoes with it dirt. Could taste like the inside of an ogre's rectum. It could. Yeah. We don't know. That's right? the risk, right? And, and investors yes. in the real marketing world make those decisions, right? They decide to take that risk or not take that risk, and that's what we're doing too. Except for. It's just your personal, you're buying that one copy. Or sometimes you spend more than that. But generally speaking, you're buying your copy, right? So you're not investing like an investor where they're giving them the mass majority of the funding they need. So that's like a huge, like, here's a big chunk of my mm-hmm. bank account. Now I need that back and then some. Uh, you're just buying a product in advance. It may or may not ever exist. Right, yeah. Uh, the potato salad, for example. I wonder if oh, I, I want to look back on that. I wonder if he made the best potato salad in the world. I don't know. So it's a thing to think about, right? When someone posts a Kickstarter, keep in mind they could be posting a Kickstarter like that. Yeah. But just about a game. But I'm okay with people being honest, right? I yes. remember the first time I seen it, and this was like probably 2002 or somewhere in that realm. I, there was this web page where you could go to it and it was called like help me sit on my ass all day and it was just this dude he's like i don't want to work i'm lazy and i'm gonna do funny shit on the internet please send me one dollar if enough people send me a dollar every month i can sit on my ass all day i donated to the guy because that was genius especially at that time nobody was doing no weird stuff like that right Mm -hmm. and so i was like i'm donating i'm totally giving this guy a dollar every month so he can sit on his ass because he's honest dude he's just like i don't I'm not worth a crap. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with Dreamworld is even if they're not bald face lying to your face, there's an awful lot of lies of omission here. And those are almost, in some cases, worse than lying to your face. Yeah. Because it's basically like, if you're not smart enough to, to find this shit out, then tough luck. Okay. So we got Renfell in chat. We actually chat last week about Renfell, who's here in chat, along with Saga of Leucemia. I previously talked about how I was reached out to by uh, the Stormhaven team about the video that I made and, and what we had talked about here. 
and Renfeld reached out, right? And so I had positive things on both sides, right? Well, after our show, another content creator uh, actually read from the alpha part of the Discord, by the way, or Discord or their forums or something like that. And basically just like shared stuff that there was like something around like rebranding of the game going on. And I'm, yeah. I'm referencing what I saw on YouTube. All right. So there's this public information, um, whether someone broke it or not, someone, someone decided to leak it. It got leaked. Right. I also, after the video had gotten a message from someone who wanted to remain anonymous, linking a video that one of the developers at Stormhaven had apparently been promoting or just had out there, but it was not branded Saga of Leucemia. And it was like last summer, was it June or July or something like that? I think it was, which was before some of the things changed with them. Right. Right. And so there's a whole bunch here that's going on and I don't really know what the deal is, man, but I think, I think that last show I had mentioned that the way the studio is handling this makes them look like the villain. Because just from the way things played out, most people are going to just feel more of a kinship or kinship or maybe even just a sympathy towards Renfield over that whole thing because we just don't have the info to fill in the, the blocks. With this new information, you best damn be sure that that studio is the villain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and what's interesting, like I said last week when we were talking about this, the people who back the game didn't back the game for Stormhaven. They backed yeah. the game for the creator, right? Like, this was obviously driven by Renfell, right, and his brother. They were the, that, the, the people knew them. That's who they were uh, trusting. So I don't know what in the world happened, but if it could have been avoided not to lose the guy that actually has the created idea. Created that world. Created <laughs> the world and brought in whatever amount of funding you have so far, maybe that's just not a smart decision to make, right? No, that's it's so idiotic. If if and I'm not toot my own horn, but take any of us, right, and take uh, let's use Sim for example, right. If he um, he has us as co-hosts, right, and yeah. we're not Sim does his own thing. He has his he he does his own YouTube. You know, we right. we're just on this one show with him, right. So we're kind of like his helpers at for one tiny little aspect of what he does. Imagine if somehow, right, yeah. one of us overtook and was like, oh, this is our, legally, this is our uh, Twitch now. The friends wouldn't stay. They'd leave. <laughs> They're not here for that. They're here for I'm, him, right? I'm honestly surprised that with that YouTube thing going live, if there's actually, like, because I haven't actually watched it, but if there's some, like, serious convincing weight behind it, that the studio isn't being flooded with demands for refunds well, because yeah. they're, if they're rebranding, I mean, the, you said, we said last time that the lore page went down, so maybe they're redoing the lore as well, yeah. which means that this is literally not the game that you paid for. Like literally, this is no longer the product that you paid for. You basically came to the counter, asked for a bag of chips and I gave you a freaking box of candy. Mm. Oh, sorry. It changed on the way. Like, Dude, so this video that was linked to me, I have not, I don't know what I'm doing with this yet, you know? And the person basically had said to me um, that they're anonymous and they're whistleblowing. If you reference this at all, you can simply say that you came across it doing research on the rebrand. It was leaked to me 
right? I'm not gonna, I can't, me, I can't lie. It did come across in doing research. It does align with what was actually shared by this other content creator. And I'm not gonna say anything. It's on the internet, it's all public, including this video that's public, right? And I'm not gonna say anything about who this person is. I actually don't even know who this person is, by the way. I have no idea who this is whatsoever. But the the implication here is that, and this video is, that I'm I'm looking at, that I looked at, it's not that long. It's literally the same footage we've seen of Saga, right? Mm -hmm. But it's on one of the Stormhaven, it's just called Stormhaven Studios Video Game. And it has a Stormhaven Studios logo like in the front there. And it's one of the developers uh, at, the, at the studio. Um, and so this was being promoted like, and this was essentially after uh, they're open testing and showcasing and stuff. So, yeah. So what's going on there? And I know that, you know, That's I even, that feels shady as hell to me And the, and the thing is like, there was like the potential of trying to get like Renfell on here to chat on the show. I don't think it's a good idea at this point for either side right now, because they're Ooh. all just like, you know what? Our legal people are saying we can't talk about it. So you just got people that are out there right now that whether it's this here or it's, the person who did the 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 YouTube video, and I'm just keeping it neutral and not saying anything because I'm just keeping myself neutral, man. Yeah, because you know you're mean? gonna figure if Renfell's not talking, right? Nope. That's the way I look at it. Then, not... hey, there's something there's you just can't be talked yeah. about because you know he mm -hmm. would love to be like, here's what here's yep. what happened. Oh, right? I guarantee, I guarantee you that if there was a way to not have legal ramifications, he'd be. Yeah, of course. All your, you know, we'd, we'll be all ears waiting for him to, to spill the beans. Mm -hmm. It's just that with everything that's been going on and the way it's been handled, like I said last time, that it just feels like it's a studio being shitty. And now with the light of like this leaked information and, and the stuff, I can tell you right now, fuck that studio. Yeah. Plain and simple, because every single thing that I see or hear makes me feel like they completely fucked the guy that started the whole thing. Smells like electronic arts, doesn't it? It oh. really does. Or Activision or something that Blizzard might do. So it's like, fuck that. Fuck that studio. I think people fuck just want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the big thing is like, at, in the public, like, I don't know. I'm not saying like, I feel that the people that have been supporting and following the game, deserve to know and i don't think that they should do. just be for people that are in under nda if they're if they're providing you with money or some means of helping your 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 community or whatever i do feel that they're a little entitled because like let, let's put you sim as an example here let's say you put a hundred hours into promoting that game like saga of leucemia okay okay that's a hundred hours you're not going to get back and if it's being rebranded there's no harm in telling you privately or saying something openly because again it comes down to if if you're not being honest you're being shady as shit yeah plain and simple i see that's that's the only way there is it's just only two sides of a coin you're <laughs> okay. honest or you're a sack of crap like i get that there's like legal stuff right it's just you know and i'm not speaking to that because i can't you know what i mean it's not my right to do that. It's not my right to say that 
you all got to do this. You all got to do well, that. We like, don't know any of the agreements. You don't know anything. Yeah. I'm just speaking from, for the people that, that follow it, you know, as consumers and stuff like, you know, I feel like they deserve to know like what the hell is going on here. Like what's really going on here. And it shouldn't be something that's, you know, only kept to a certain number of people that might be under. And according to that video that one of the other creators made, they read something from like some NDA area. And I think he just read it. Like he just read it off of, it was like, he's sitting here chatting. You look, he's looking to the left and he's reading it right off the screen. Hmm. Right. And that is very clearly not congruent with what was actually, right. you know what I mean? And so that's the problem. Let's look at it from the studio's point of view. You know, let's assume that us three are a studio. We just kicked out the guy that owns, owns the game. Um, through whatever means. Now, this is a point of damage control or keeping people on our side because if they're not on our side, you're going to lose a large chunk. You're going to lose them all, but you're going to lose a large chunk of players. Yeah. And negativity spreads like a virus. Yeah. Spreads like the COVID. But um, so you got to get ahead of that. And even if all you say is, yes, we're, we're currently rebranding and trying to bring some new stuff to it, okay, you've informed your community. You've taken a step in a positive direction with your community instead of just sitting there watching all this crap come out and being like, well, look at that. My house is on fire. I'll do something about it tomorrow. It's like, like I'm not taking sides here, right? But like, okay, so Renfell and his brother, they aren't, they aren't there anymore, right? Fair enough. They're not there anymore. Okay, cool. So we're going to work moving forward knowing that they're not there now, right? Why aren't y'all telling the community that's backed your game, like outside of people who have NDA and all that, like the people that have been following who are, you know, potentially supportive of this project, they, they still don't know what's going on. And it's, it's still, you know what I mean? And it's, if you don't tell them, they'll assume the worst. Yeah. yeah. It kind of goes back to that. So that's like, that's my main like gripe is like, you know, cause the studio is Stormhaven studios. Like if they're not there, that doesn't change who's at the studio. Who's at the studio. In my opinion, is responsible to, to communicate to the players like what what's going on and not just the ones that have this because now that's not even really nda because someone broke it someone like he yeah whoever, that's public knowledge now yeah however that got there you know they that guy read it like either you know he broke it or someone gave it to him and then they and then he that you know someone gave it to him and it was read so someone broke nda yeah somebody yeah somewhere and that chain was busted not under right. NDA or something. yeah and now the two pieces they they don't they don't work Right. That that chain has been broken and you got to basically get that shit back together. So here's here's what I always think about, because you see this often, right? Like typically after launch or whatever. But mm -hmm. think about all the times this has happened, right? Uh, where the creator or the major investor of creativity is kicked off his own project, right? This is super common. Big companies do this all the time, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, but I don't understand why. So like um, Brad McQuaid basically was... Sh shoved away from everquest right basically i know there was some of his own decision there but i mean come on they're putting him in a position to shove him away uh, uh what richard Thanks, Smed. yeah smedley oh, yeah uh, but, but i still have a little bit of respect i have a little bit of respect for smedley just a little bit he's we don't have many o ogs left uh but uh uh richard garriott uh kicked <laughs> off of ultima online right. that was his baby dude he literally self-designed those games you know what i mean like by himself crazy that he doesn't own ultim anymore like I, that's a travesty made, how yeah shroud of the how did they yeah. do that to him that's crazy anyway um he has to do like a generic version of his own creation that is 
pathetic that makes me so angry. Uh, or uh, Mark Jacobs, Dark Edge Camelot, right? Uh, shoved away. Uh, it, but here's what's funny to me about it. They never have success from that. EverQuest, straight down, just sliding downhill after he left. Uh, Dark Edge Camelot just slid straight downhill after he left. Basically uh, knows that. Line, slid right downhill. All It never works. So why do they keep taking the creative pieces, the ones that, the glue, right? Like, why do they, it's, like, I, I wouldn't go to a house if I was Magneto and remove all the screws and bolts, right? It's because, it's because when you're, when you're dealing with a lot of people who are in a position of authority, like, like in a studio where everyone does obviously have some skill, mm-hmm. everybody thinks their shit's made of gold. So they don't realize, hey, this plane's going to crash without wings. They're like, it's fine. I can hold it up. It's like, no, oh, you can't. Yeah, you know, did, so if, much- if the Lens 10 have crashed and burned, what the hell makes you think you can do it? They have so much data to go off of now, though, to see that that doesn't work, Money. right? Like, because, like, it's an investment to them, so it really doesn't make sense to me, right? They spend money on the studio. It's it's literally like buying a house. Like, I bought this house. It, it was expensive. I can afford it, but whatever. I, I invested in it. I like it. I'm going to try to make this ma- this house my business now. And then using, like, literally using Magneto's, like, skill to pull all mm-hmm. the metal pieces out of it and watching it just collapse and be like, right. why did that happen? The like, only oh. way the only way you can get rid of the, the basically the the source of this entire world or game or whatever, the only way you can get rid of it and still be successful is if you do a drastic change. Yeah, We're talking like, let's say, Ultima Online. If they were to take it back to the single-player game that it used to be, it, you know, maybe it would have succeeded then yeah. because it wouldn't have been such a grand scope where everything is so interlinked. And it's just like, you have to do something drastic to make it work. But these people think that it's like, oh, anybody can make an MMO. It's like, well, technically you're right. Anybody can make an MMO, but not many people can make a good one. Yeah. So when we've got, we've got AAA studios with world, right? Like anybody can make an MMO, but not many people can make a world, right? Right. You have world builders and then you have game makers. And like, let's take, you know, Saga of Lucimi as, as a prime example here. We have AAA studios with billion dollar budgets. Yeah that are basically crashing and burning on these games to the point where they don't make them anymore. EA doesn't really make MMOs anymore. Because, what's that? I said, thank God. Yeah, because they can't. They they flat out can't. They can make one, but they can't make a good one. So with a small studio that now holds Saga of Leucemia or whatever the hell they decide to rebrand it, um, what the hell makes them think that they're going to be able to do it when they don't have the vision that was originally set forth to put everybody on the track? I mean, I mean, you can have a collection of ideas that doesn't make them good. Take someone with a new vision, right? Take the system you've been building on and just make it something different. I guess is maybe the way that, I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Even if you do that, if you don't do it perfectly, if you don't integrate those new ideas, perfectly into what's already what's there already there yeah it's gonna feel like a stitched up pile of mm, garbage that's true yeah yeah you can speak there's, of like there's almost nothing worse than that either mm. you do you, sometimes it can feel really generic but it's cohesive and so you're like yeah it's kind of got a little charm to it but when it's just stitched together like a monstrosity like coming at you you're just like ah, uh, 
delete this, right? Like, get this oh, the hell off my PC. Um, so. so they're going to learn the hard way. We're, I, I would bet you any amount of money right now that they will crash and burn. Even if they put out a game, even if it has a successful launch, it will not, it will not even come close to the 10-year mark. I doubt it'll even make five years. Shit, if it made four, I'd, I'd probably die of a heart attack. Yeah. It's, it's sad, but it's the way it is. And it's funny that when there's, when there's money involved, I mean, they're, they're pro- everyone there is probably good friends. And then once all of a sudden you get a dollar sign floating in your mm. eyeball, everyone's your, your worst enemy. I mean, it's why I, I, whenever you're begging for money for, for a project, I always look at it with a lot of skepticism because the real people that love this stuff have never, ever done it for the money. And they've always found a way to push through. They've always found a way to make it happen. Yeah, they want money to live off of so they can do their dream and they're willing to sacrifice to get there, right? So like, yeah. the only reason they want money at all is because they have to eat and they have bills and they have kids. Everybody have likes to eat. Everyone likes to use toilet paper. Right. So they got to make money, right? Obviously. Yeah, so money is a way of life. But, but the really passionate ones find a way to right. do what they love. I don't remember. Make money doing it. It's not about making the money to do what they want to do. It's about, I want to do what I want to do and make enough money to support me doing it. Right. right? There was one developer, and God, I wish I could remember his name. I really do. The dude was an inspiration. He was working like two jobs. He had a family. He was still developing his own game. And I want to say it was just a single player, a single player game. Nothing crazy like an MMO, but he had no experience. He learned how to make the graphics. He learned how to program on top of two jobs and a family. And it's like, dude, I have a hard time waking up in the morning and making myself breakfast before I'm like, I'm just going to sit down for a few minutes. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, mass respect for that dude. And if you ever watch this, you know, sorry, I forget your name. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, he, he made it happen no matter what. You know, uh, what was it? When you talked about games that have been, you know, like, okay, so The Elder Scrolls Online is hitting seven years, right? Coming up wow. now. I know, it's crazy. I didn't realize it was Wait, seven. Wait, make me feel old because that still is a new MMO to me. Yeah, seven years, okay? And, you know, they do their, like, Jubilee event. They have their high XP event, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be grinding the shit out of it. But the point that I'm getting to is this is a AAA studio, mm-hmm. right? And we talk about games and like servers and like features and functions and all that stuff. And I mean, they triple A studio tons of money to throw at this project and they did. And it still has its problems like server wise. Oh, right. Oh, we talked yeah, about before yeah. with mega servers, especially, especially with a lot of things happening. See, that's, yeah. that's, that's the point. So they, they spent a lot of money on their network infrastructure mm-hmm. and they, they put a lot of resource. They threw a lot of really smart people yep. that didn't just work at Google for six months. Right. Like we're talking about some, people with some real tenure here yeah they threw them at this project and um it was uh at least back then it was the most expensive mmo to be developed or something like that but anyway when you go to cyrodiil right now and there's a lot of things happening 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about creating giant ding-dong uh, cranberry sauce <laughs> rippling down a, a, a Sunday land, right? I'm just talking about, like, some walls getting broken down by some trebuchet and a bunch of people casting a lot of different spells. And that game will just... You can just feel it buckling, right? Yeah. And, and it's just like, oh boy, this is a lot of crap. And to me, when that happens, I think it's really cool because I like technology. I'm like, ooh, you're buckling the server now, baby. <laughs> uh, I think it's fun and exciting. But uh, they expect <laughs> that little dude making an app on Facebook or whatever he did, right, is going to just suddenly create a better server infrastructure than, and I know Bethesda's not like, woo but they threw some really mighty talent at it right Mm -hmm. and this was the best they could do and it's a pretty impressive a lot of the times right uh oh yeah if you if you look at if you look at eso and you Mm -hmm. take away the design aspects Mm -hmm. it's impressive it is a very impressive product and and here's another one i'd like to point out and i know this some people's gonna not like this but it is what it is camelot unchained right mark jacobs He's, I know, I get it. It's been in development forever. That's beside the point. He built his own engine just specifically to be able to handle a lot of crap at once. And so far, he's pulled it off. It is a good engine. Now he just needs to build the freaking game, right? But he built this incredible engine, but it took him 10 years. This is a guy who's been in the MMO industry since the very beginning, 2001. His only problem is that he needs to learn how to represent himself like anything but a jackass. Yeah, he's not a good PR person, right? No. By, the, by any stretch of the imagination. But... He's like, he's, he's like me. He's just got to learn when to shut up. He has good intentions, though. He really does. The guy just wants to make another cool RVR game like Dark Age Camelot. That's, he just really does. He's not a good PR person. He's not good with people. or he, They need to get him off camera. They need to be like, hey, MJ, sit down. You need to get someone with a little bit of... Little bit of who's a little tech savvy. Who's good in front of a camera. Who people can connect with, who can be yeah. somewhat not not super charismatic, but a little charismatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, they just laugh all the way to the bank at that point. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good example. Look how hard this is a veteran. And I'm, I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm looking in the eyes of this guy, and I'm just like, bro, you don't have no grit. You can't even keep a job for a year. You're an MMO, bro. <laughs> there he, that's you the. You got yeah. no grit, dude. No grit, you got man. No grit. Speaking of you grit, you did a lot of it in this genre. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do one more dig at yeah. Dreamworld here. Oh. The main guy where he's talking about how he he had this really great opportunity that was coming his way, but then he lost his waiting job. I'm like, what? Did you upgrade to TGI Fridays or some shit? Oh, dude, I wasn't gonna say anything about that, but yeah, he had a waiting gig and he I got his dream job, and that, I was like, that, fuck, dude. That is just that is just a dig because look, I, I'm a programmer. I've had to work jobs that weren't programming. You do what you got to do. I get it. But at the same time, it was just like everything. Every every word said on that video was a fucking joke. Like, was the game was the new job at least in game development? Or right, it's like give us a hint that maybe you know what the hell you're doing, but then you show us a video of of an axe cutting a tree, and the axe looks like it's made out of rough stone. So you obviously don't know how to texture worth a shit. Yeah, and and also he doesn't know how to even edit because that video was playing like that kind of cheesy music and he's telling this sob story and it's like, is this a parody? Is a guy like right. trying to make fun of him? And, and I'm sorry, at the point where he said his his oh, fiance no, left him, I was kind of like, maybe because she didn't want you scamming people and actually actually find another job? Yeah. Like, oh. like it, it's just weird because like, uh, 
Bro, you're asking, you're saying you want to do something pretty big, like this pretty big task here. MMOs are massive projects, massive projects. And he can't even do some basic things like, dude, you just made the cringiest video I've seen all year. And I make cringy videos on purpose. You know, that's like what my channel is, (laughs) right? And and you like topped it single-handedly, immediately, except for you're not trying. You're actually want legitimately want money. And yeah, and his cringy video made him 55k that will probably go right in his pocket to buy himself a new car. And some other stuff and things. I I'm not gonna allude to what those. Probably things a new be. apartment. Got to put on my. I really should. Have Sorry, that's stuff. right. We we do have I, a thing where we're gonna do this. Hold on, let me put mine on. Hold on, it's just mine just in, emphasizes upon the glory of my. We did bring our tinfoil hats. We didn't forget. <laughs> mine looks like a little bit of a oh, mohawk. I like, look. I like that little Spartan look to it. Wait, that's not a hat. That's a creepy Burger King mask, right? What the yeah, fuck are you wearing, dude? Oh, oh shit. That's, uh, that's Bethesda. Or, I'm sorry, Microsoft. Oh, shit, man. So the question is, everybody, who wins? Who wins? I'm going to post a poll on who wins this. Please don't take it off, all right? Don't take it off. Except, like, sir, I'm going to maybe ask you to take, take the... You sound like my wife. Oh, <laughs> Here, hold on a second. I'm going to put a little poll up here in a second. And I'm actually going to see what people vote on. Who has the best uh, best mask? Okay, or not mask. Fucking see what happened there, Lexer. Like, Headgear. Best tinfoil tin hat it goes to... Mine was developed by Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was developed by me, and you know that that's true because I'm honest. <laughs> You're gonna get two minutes for this poll, uh, okay? Let's just go on ahead, friends. Vote, vote, vote. Right? I want to remind people that mine makes me look like what the fuck did this make me look like? This is this Yours is the last... aerodynamic. Mine is very aerodynamic. It's like and Nathan gets good reception. Yeah, Nathan's gets good reception. For, pe- for people listening, this is why being here when we're live is really like important because you miss out on the visuals and faces and stuff. <laughs> Mine, mine's very aerodynamic, and mm-hmm. uh, Nathan's is very puncture-tastic because he'll shank you with it if he like tilts his head down. <laughs> He's got like the bullhorn <laughs> thing going on, and then Lexer. There appears to be foil on the crown, but he's actually wearing a mask. It looks like a little, it looks like a really creepy cherub with a crown. Do the thumbs up again. It's fallout. It's, it's, there you go. Fallout. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fallout boy. So while they're voting and everything, speaking of, you know, uh, things, stuff and things, you were playing Mortal Online too. Now that game we previously had, like, we're going to try to stress test our servers, blah, blah, blah. I played it, checked it out. It, it, it looked really nice. Uh, it didn't really feel like I had a lot of direction, which was fine. Um, but yeah, I'm curious if you've played it, I've been playing it in the recent iteration. It, what, have you had any feedback on that? Anything? Yeah, man. Uh, so it was kind of cool, man. Uh, so it's still in beta and it's pretty obvious, right? But mm-hmm. it ran pretty good. It was stuttered a little bit, uh, but the graphics were pretty high quality. It looked really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, the what I found the most interesting. This is a full mm. loop open world uh, PvP game, right? So yeah. uh, 
you die, your stuff just hits the ground. Anybody can take it, and people can kill you purposefully to take your stuff. Yep. Um, I ran around all day yesterday, and um, on the uh, outside of Haven, because you can't get killed in the tutorial area. Outside of that, uh, met people, got people helping me, giving me stuff, teaching me how to play the game, uh, everything, and uh, never got murdered by a single human uh, playing the game. And it's got a lot of people, dude. I saw people everywhere <laughs> I went. There's people running around, working together, people riding horses, people doing this and that, crafting. I mean, they're just everywhere. Um, so I don't know, man. I had a good time. I thought it was pretty fun. It's mm -hmm. I, it, it, The combat's not for me. Uh, but I could see it being for a lot of other people, right? right. Like, uh, you have to remember, you have to do the thing where you can. Um, uh, what was that game that did the melee where you have to do up, down? I feel like, like you're right? thinking about um, oh, what's it called? Kingdom Come Deliverance? No. Yeah, that was not what I was thinking of. But you, was you're thinking of the right one now. by, what's it called? Um, it's it's so the. Popular. Yes. It, what is it called? It, it's the one that it's like you. Oh man, it, you you had like you had to literally choose the sword like directions and stuff. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, I'll tell you what that is. What is that called, man? It's escaping me right now, but I used to be able to just on tap because I gave it to me on Epic, and I'm like, it's still not worth it. Not but anyway, Lord, not life is futile. It's uh, it was yeah. a lot kind of a lobby based game, and people yeah. were playing yeah. it for like honor. Four, that's it. Four, that's the one I'm thinking. Four, of. Yeah. Like four Thank you guys. Four, yeah. Yeah, and you have to do that to to block as well, right? Yeah, so, to block yeah. to yeah, attack at different angles. Can I just mention, you guys? You know who won this amazing contest, friends? You did because it was rigged. I did because yeah, his, his, look, his looks way shinier than I ever so, Like mine's all it has to be. I knew he was gonna win. It's like uh, his looks cleaner. You know what the best part is? They know I did this in like a couple minutes running downstairs. I was like, I have the vision, baby. Which is why I should make an MMORPG. Oh, you're right. Well, see, you know why I don't you know why I don't no, have any tinfoil? Why? Because cookies are more important than this show. Cookies? Cookies. I don't know why. That sounded like some fucking blasphemy. <laughs> both of you. If they're well, really good cookies. Look at it from my point of view though. I'm surrounded by paladins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good point. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sim makes an MMORPG with stream earnings, homies. I don't make nearly enough. I don't even make enough to live on doing this. Okay, there's no way I'm making an MMORPG that'll take millions of dollars, right? Yeah, no millions. Thing. But and Night Screen brought up a good point earlier. At least if someone says, "Hey, here's my vision. Here's what I want to do, and I want to make this happen." Like, if you want to help be a part of this, I, I don't know all the things. Maybe you can even help with that, but I have a vision. I have the determination. I want to make it happen and I'm looking for people to help me and people help fund, make this a possibility. If you can just do that and deliver your vision and, and just be honest, I think a lot of people would actually like, I think they'd be willing to give it a chance, man. Well, the funny thing is, is that you could go on, you could go on Kickstarter and basically say like, I don't have any experience. I have the drive. I really want to do this. I, I don't know what the future holds. I might not be able to do it, but at least I'm willing to try. And I guarantee you, I would have a lot more respect for you. Yeah. And I'd be 100%. willing to act. I'd be willing to maybe even consider it or at least give you a little bit of extra uh, exposure. Yeah. Because at least then I don't feel like you're a giant pile of dookie crap. 
Yeah. It's the thing too. You can hire people. There's plenty. Look, and this is this is the unfortunate reality. How many times have we talked about studios in the past year being closed because of stuff and things? There are game Thanks, developers studio. out there, dude. Yeah. That are probably looking for jobs right now. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I guarantee you that you could probably you have a very good chance of finding someone who is a game programmer or has worked in the game industry who's currently working in another profession because yeah. of what everything that's been going on right. and willing to, to volunteer some time to help people out. I've seen it a lot. Yeah. I mean, you just got to be upfront and honest with folks because let's face it, that is a commodity that is incredibly rare these days. So if you yeah. can actually step up and not be a lying sack of shit, it, it, there's a good chance that you can find people to help you. That's true. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's become a, uh, a very rare uh, drop to get a honest person. Yeah. It is tough. You know, let's think, I think of game companies that have been changing. And by the way, it, I hate, I hate that I'm saying this and don't hold me to anything. I don't, I'm not doing it and there's no plans to doing it. But this shit makes me like think seriously sometimes about doing something. It does. Because mm -hmm. I, I've got a vision. I got damn books I'm gonna write one day. I don't plan on I don't want to make an MMORPG, man. But sometimes yeah. I see this stuff and there's a part of you, isn't there a part of you that's like, I really wish I could do something to change this? Yeah. But I know But that I'm not a Yeah, exactly. I, I know that that's not within my tool set, right? It's I not mine either. There. Yeah. Right. And also, I like the little bit of this I have left. Right. I don't uh, have any of that. So, you know, you, did you try to make an MMO one time? <laughs> I just played a lot of them, I think, is a real problem. Right. But the thing uh, is, uh, is uh, you yeah, just the, the dilemma, I think, between someone making an MMORPG and wanting to make an MMORPG are two very different things, because you've got to have the funding, man. You can't just expect, in my opinion, to go to Kickstarter and that that's going to handle it for you because they're fucking massive projects man yeah like you let's, can let's, have let's all say you get the five desire million dollars yeah let's say you get five million dollars okay here's the thing yep. those problems still exist yep you still have yep. to know how to get how to how to overcome these obstacles yep. yeah it doesn't matter how much money is in the bank right now mm -hmm. you can say yes oh, i can just hire someone to fit to do to do that and that's a possibility but there's more you need more than one person for a lot of things like having millions of people on a single server yeah. That's that's a protocol, that's architecture, that's yep. just straight up freaking design. That's also systems administration. Even if you're using virtual machines, you're still gonna have to coordinate them. Cause let's say you're you're using doing the mega server thing with, with hundreds of, of smaller servers in the background that appear as one. Yep. So you, let me ask you, you need someone who can who can basically rig all that to to spin up extras and shut them down when they're not needed. So Lexer, let me ask you this. If these people, literally, because this is what I feel like they're going to try to do, to be honest with you. If they took this MMO kit from Unreal, right, based on your knowledge, right, <clears throat> they took that kit and somehow they tweaked it to make it possible for one million people to be in a generated world of some sort. Low poly count, all that, right? Um, all assets, by the way, which from my understanding, assets are resource hungry. Um, oh, you don't want to use those, but let's say they do because they don't know what else to do. So we're talking about a modest world, 
dump a million people in it with that MMO kit, what would that look like? Would that look like 0.2 frames per second, or would it just crash and burn? It would, would well, first of all, the client would just crash because yeah. your server would be melting. <laughs> if you're doing a single server, yeah, it would melt. It would it would hard lock. <laughs> and so Plans. nobody would get to log in, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. You would you would you would hit a threshold where it would just lock up and it would just start dumping connections left, right, and center, assuming it doesn't lock. And we all know that actually. I guess we all know that. I just didn't piece it together. But we've all been at MMO launches where way yeah. more people showed up than they expected, yep. and everything's just like whoa. They're like, oh, it's going to take about two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, we need to redo this stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like just. I mean, even even okay. Let's just take servers for example. Let's yeah. say they want to do it on a single server. Okay. Um. So a virtual server that is about a gig of RAM, two CPUs, uh, won't even worry about storage and all that. That's about five bucks a month. That's something great for running like a little website, you know, a blog or something. Yeah. If you're going to use a virtual machine, which is honestly the, some of the better ways to do it these days. Yeah. You know, you're looking in th into the thousands of dollars a month to get something that could probably even handle... Ten thousand. Okay. So it's like, um, yeah, I don't think that shit's happening because. And here's another thing, protocol wise, because this is a place that I do fairly well. I've written a couple before. If your protocol can handle mm. on your, even if you have like some crazy ass dual CPU, hundred and twenty eight thread, freaking five hundred and twelve gigabytes of RAM system. If you can handle that much throughput, that means your protocol isn't encrypted because that takes a lot of juice. That means it is not compressed, mm. which also takes a lot of juice, but it also makes your throughput take a lot more. So your bandwidth is going to suffer. You're going to hit either a bottleneck through CPU usage or through network, even on a virtual machine that has virtually you know, direct fiber Everyone. optics hooked to it. Right. You're still going to hit that hit that threshold. That's how um, DDoS attacks happen because you basically bottleneck that machine, right? And you can do that. You can DDoS almost anybody with like ten thousand machines. Yeah. Granted, they're trying to, but let's just say optimistically, fifty thousand you can fit on a server because your your protocol is just perfect. That's still an awful lot of tweaking that you're going to have to do to get a million. Is there any, is there, because, you know, like, um, Elder Scrolls Online has tricks, right? Like, mm -hmm. if everybody, if we did an event, and 100% of the population said, we're going to meet up in um, uh, this particular area, it, we wouldn't see everybody, no. right? Like, it knows. No. And also, you'll see it sometimes. You'll get busy. Like, people, you can see it kind of intersect when you're playing the game, and they'll just be shadows. And sometimes you'll see people just pop. They're gone. Because it's, right. like, it's like, okay, that's too much. It's, you know. There, uh, there, there is a little bit of sharding going on. Right, right. Because, like, you do see the shadows. That's just, like, a hard render limit on the client to keep the client actually performing. Because it's like, oh, well, you know, here's – 100 people that's still an awful lot of polygon surrender and textures and junk so right after that just just show shadows or just show a hint of somebody or something or start doing other little techniques where you lower the detail of everybody to make more room for yeah. people um but 
even with ESO, there are instances because they're working on essentially one server that is actually like a cluster of servers. And that's just how they make it operate. They all coordinate and talk to each other. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> there's still no way. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not the greatest program in the world. I'm not the greatest theory guy in the world. But yeah. I'm, I'm struggling as a guy who does make protocols and who has done clustering stuff. I've worked on embedded systems. I, you know, I've done all this stuff. I'm struggling to see how you would even get close to 500,000 yeah, on a server be before it would just say, fuck it, I'm done. And that's right. without even talking about the fine details, though, right. right? Where it's, yeah. like, but it's all player created and they've made their own polygons and they've made their own. Like, come on, bro. That's retarded. That's just, I don't even need to be a developer. That's just ridiculous. If it that is. was so possible for some dude who worked at Facebook for three months and then Google for two months, and then if it's that easy to do, oh, believe me, you, somebody who already had done that because that's a money making machine, right? Right. That that would be packaged up and sold to every AAA studio on the face yeah. of the earth. Just the network code. You don't even need to build the game. That right. network. That network uh, would. You, everybody would want it. It would be. Uh, they would. Everybody would immediately want to switch over. You. you, you what the, what the hell is the? You you would basically look at Zuckerberg and be like, oh, would you like some spare change? Yeah, because that's how much money you would be making. Yeah, you'd eat his lunch. Absolutely, they make a yeah. lot of money off of servers, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Works. If you could find a way to compress your packets and Jeez. still have them uncompressed without killing your CPU, causing immense latency, or you know, just finding a way to represent that information, because a lot of people won't know this, but like like JavaScript object notation (JSON), it's right. very common form of displaying data and it's it's virtually plain text any programmer can read it even if it's just one straight string we can usually read most of it that's something that would not work super well because they can be huge mm -hmm. i mean you're talking something that could technically be represented in we'll say 16 bits 16 one and ones and zeros essentially two characters is now over a thousand. So you're essentially a thousand times over what you could compress it down to. So let's say you can actually compress your all your information down to two characters, the eight bits, or sorry, the 16 bits. Yeah, that probably lets you get to about 500,000. But that means everything you do, literally everything you do has to be compressed down to two characters, like an A or a B, yeah, right. C and a D. Yeah. Everything. So, Good luck with which that. It, it, I mean, it's 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 possible for some things, like telling the server client whatever that okay, this first number represents uh, you're looking this. I'm sending you login information, or I'm sending you a ping. A ping is always responded to with a pong, so that would make perfect sense. You know, you could easily yeah. represent that with two characters: ping and a pong. Yeah. Um, if you were to do something like, say, send a chat message, that's infinitely more complex because not only like, you, let's just say we say a, a shout, a zone wide shout, a lot of people here would probably know what that is. So you're sending the information to the server saying, this is a shout, 
this is who's sending it, this is the information. Now, the server will basically have to decide who to, who to deliver that to, obviously, and in terms of a shout, everybody in this zone. Okay, but now let's take a look at uh, vicinity chat. Okay, you're saying what you're saying, who who's saying it, mm -hmm. and now you have now the server has to figure out who in a certain radius of the person saying it, at the time of saying it, can hear it. Yeah, you can't represent that with just two characters. There's just just there's no way. Right. So I, I mean, there's. The only way I could ever see them have millions of people online is to do the same thing like ESO does, clustering servers, having mm -hmm. hundreds of servers that are coordinating together and sharing information and cocking in real time. And then does that way you could have five servers on the West Coast, five servers on the East Coast, but they all look like one server. Yeah. And everything still talks. But then you have to worry about how do you sync those servers? That's still taking bandwidth. They still have to go, and there's still latency you have to account for. Or, you know, what if there's database stuff behind there? How are you going to sync that up? Because if you're are the are if both of these groups of servers are using the same database, let's say it's in Central, you've got your latency is stacking up. Yeah. To where you send a message, it's going to be almost a second before people see it. Yeah, and we all know what MMOs are like. Yeah, if it takes more than a second, fuck this game. <laughs> yeah, and and then you were also uh, pretty spoiled by people who've done a really good job at their job. For example, every time I think of a, sh a sharding in a game, I think about um, how aggravated I get the second I'm in a game like that. I join a party, mm. and I'm like, I'm here, and they're like, Well, so are we. We don't see you, and it's like. Right. It's because we're not in the same shard, even though we're in the same party. And it's right. just like, why can't the game know that right. we're supposed to be together? You know, well, see, it's, like, it's you know, <laughs> we just get sick of that crap. You know, right. And and that's that's another thing, just with general with the industry in general. You can take a lot of things that have been used, just do them right. I mean, you're not going to do it right the first time, but just because the first person didn't get it right, and you keep copying it over and over and over again, you need to start doing it right, like sharding. <laughs> There needs to be a little bit of intelligence put in here. Like if I join a group, it's it's probably safe to say I want to be in that shard. Right. Maybe. <laughs> Kinda. Pretty I mean, sure. Pretty sure. 99.9% .9 at least. Right. Yeah. So on a group invite, you should be checking these guys are, are are we in the same zone? If we are, are we in the same shard? If not, well, guess what? Maybe just throw them over to the same one the leaders are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. If that if that shard is full, throw them in a new one. Yeah, yeah. Just create and then create another one if needed, etc. You know hey, that that's a good example of quality of life, dude. Yeah, this, this, we all... expect that now. That's yeah. not even like you know. That's yep. not like that's mandatory now because we've yeah. seen it yeah. and we expect it now. The expectations. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like you know we we've, we've we, the first time we see it, we're willing to deal with it because we don't know better. We're just excited yeah. that we can do this. Right. Like like, like sharding. We're just excited that there's there's hundreds of people still here. Yeah. But. Now that we've been doing it for so long, it's like, well, we know the ins and outs of it. We know the things that get annoying. So please help us get over the stuff that's annoying. So when they don't, it really feels like a, a an unexpected cup check. Yeah. Just yeah. Right, right to the dangly boys. <laughs> you know, you're just like, God, just, just stop, please. It's yeah. no wonder, man, that we're like 
over here saying like they must fall dude like all these damn companies man they're just pulling these like sleazy tactics and you wonder that they take the easy way out now from a business this is how you can tell that the industry's gone Mm -hmm. and being run by people who are who are just business people and not gamers because they cut the corners they don't try to innovate they don't try to make it better they just do what someone else does and make the money yeah which in in most other industries that works fine it really does and but the thing is with with video games is like when you're when you're working in management and video games you you should probably know something about video games like when you go to kickstarter and you want to make a game you should probably know what the hell pvp is and what gathering is yeah use the right terms man just a hint you know maybe they're dealing Mm. with people who don't want to you know what i mean like you're supposed to be the developer bro and i gotta tell you what pvp is right like you know the only company i know of that can get away with some of that nonsense is like uh nintendo right where they just uh-huh. entered online like a few years ago right and they're like you can play with your friends and you can talk to them on the internet and everybody's like bro okay we, grandpa we've been doing this for a, a hot minute you know? <laughs> okay so like let's look at square enix Okay, with Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> By all accounts, it's a pretty good game. It is, it is. And the networking is pretty freaking top notch, man. Because oh, I've ran that on a crappy absolutely. machine and no lag. Yeah. But the thing is, you can tell through the through design that Square Enix still has no idea what they're doing when they're making an MMO. Because they went from their first one, Final Fantasy was eleven or was it twelve? I think it was eleven. 11. Yeah, it was 11, yeah. Which was so incredibly difficult, you could not do anything by yourself unless you were that beast master thing. Um, I mean, literally, nine times out of ten, what people did is just sat there and yelled looking for group and didn't even really get to play. But then you go to 14, and now it's it's so easy. You don't ever need anybody unless it's for, like, a story raid. Right, right, right. So they went from one far end to the other. And that's – that. I'm sorry, that – People are gonna hate me. That is does not make a good MMO. It doesn't. You need to be in the middle. Yeah. Where there's stuff you can do with friends, stuff you can do by yourself while you're waiting to do stuff with your friends or new friends. Right. Because it's like I don't know. For for I mean, I, I've played a lot of 14. Me too, yeah. But I've never seen an MMO punish me for having friends before. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, uh, you know, I do a show where we go through different MMOs. And they're like, we should do 14. I'm like, bro, it's impossible. We can't just log mm-hmm. on once a week and start from level one and play together. That's not possible. You can't. You have to do the story. You have to do it by yourself. It will literally tell you, get out of your group or you can't see this part of the story. Like, And then it's like, even if we ran around together in between the story and broke apart and back in, what's the point? Right. What's the point? We're not playing together. Well, We're just like, walking beside each other. Like you know? me, me and my wife, we both play MMOs. We met in an MMO. She's a different kind of player than I am. I really don't care what story. I'm sorry. Even the Final Fantasy 14 story to me is boring because I get, I get, I get disconnected very easily where all of a sudden you've got voiceover and then you're forced to read an encyclopedia. And then for those of you who don't know, an encyclopedia was a large series of books that was basically <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to do that, but yeah. I mean, she she likes to take her time, and oh, she likes man. to like like she likes to look around the zone. There's been more than more than a few times where she's seen things in seen things in a game <laughs> that I look at and go, "Holy crap! How did you notice that?" Like, 
we were in a horror MMO and she looked at a pic a painting on a wall and she's like, there's a person in this picture. Oh, and it was like a picture of like, like Dracula or something. And there was a developer hanging up behind him going, <laughs> just waving. Oh, I was like, holy funny. crap. You know? <laughs> but so when we tried to play Final Fantasy 14, oh. she took her time. I, I, I was like, I played a warrior. I'm like, well, or sorry, I played a marauder. And then I went to, because I, I was like, I got to play warrior because it's like the only tank that's even going to make me want to not bash my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, she was like, well, I'd like to do something with you for a little bit. How do you get to where I am? Like, I have no freaking idea. Yeah. And then when I finally, and then when I finally do, we start doing stuff together and it's like, I'm just, I just sit here. Yeah. For like 10 minutes. Yeah. Which I tr- I try to be patient. I'm not a patient person. I want to play the game. That's the problem with me. Right. I, when you're playing through the story and you have to play through the story to unlock the content that's fun, dude, it is seriously like watching 27 movies. Yeah. It's like I don't want to spend my Saturday watching 27 movies. I right. wanted to play a video game. Right. You know what and I mean? Then- and then when we're actually going around the world doing like the fates and all that, yeah, um, then that used to be the way to level up back. Then. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. And then I would level, and I'd level like four levels, and she's like, "Oh, I'm going to go train." I'm like, "Okay," and I just sit here. Why? Because it's going to take me five times longer to go back there to train, even teleporting. Yeah. Because just the towns are Jeez. so insanely designed that like. She could she could oh, teleport yeah. into a city and just go te- you know walk oh, around the corner. She's at her trailer. Me, I gotta go like down fifty stairwells through a zone, yep. up this stairwell. Yeah. I have to go flag down a ferryman, and I have to go over this way. I gotta play hopscotch with some kids, and then finally I can get to my goddamn drainer. Yeah, it's it like really pretty is like that it, it is. It is actually that was a pretty good description of the story quest too, where it's like, okay, I'm supposed to be go fighting this mega god of fire and brimstone. And then it's like, hey, bro, before you go do that, would you go make some cupcakes and deliver them to these massive amounts of people scattered around the town? And then would you mind to sweep up? And then would you mind to go tell, talk to that guy and do nothing? Just literally just click on him and then go click on that guy on the other side of the world and then go do click on that guy. It's like, good God. And they all talk so much. Every yeah. single person, they're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you don't know dude. what's going to be important to the story and what's not. So, oh, man. Just, right, and and the thing is, I I, wanna, I I love Final Fantasy. I really do. I really love Final Fantasy. I do Fantasy. too. I'm yeah, a huge Final same. Fantasy. But through these the, their design, it I can't I can't enjoy fourteen. He just posted, by the way, Yoshi P. Haven't even got to read it yet. I just seen the title, so I'm, I might have to be one of those guys, right? But he just posted a thing talking about. Because, you know, the next expansion is the end of this story. And then there's some kind of fresh start, right? We don't know what that means, but some kind of fresh thing. Um, I actually hope they just crash and burn the world again like they did last time. Like they did in the original. Yeah, yeah, make a whole new MMO. Screw it. You that'd be cool, dude. Um, that'd be a really cool cycle to do for MMOs. Like, hey, bro, it's yeah. been a while. It's been, what, eight years or so? I don't know. It's been a while. Maybe not that long. Um, but anyway... He there, there's an article and I'm going to check it out. We'll talk about it next week. But um, yeah. something to the effect of stories need to be oh, not it, so big of a deal. Right? Yeah. Well, the story can be a big deal, but not but 
but not like oh, I have to spend four hundred hours in this game to just get to where I want to be. Like yeah. okay, everyone, everyone obviously knows me enough by now to know that the minute I logged into Final Days, the minute I had that fucker installed, I was like Death Night Ho. Yeah, it's like let's do this thing, and they're like, oh, you got to get through the story. Yeah, yeah, it okay. And then I keep going through the story and going and going, 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 going. I'm like, Jesus Christ, okay. I, I go look on, on online to see where I'm at. I'm like, I'm not even a sixth of the way through this bitch. Like, and they've shortened yeah. it. And I did it again just yep. to see, like, what's the difference? Holy crap, I can't believe I made it through that. Dude, even the shortened version. Still. For anybody that doesn't understand, man, you just can't put it in words. No. How long this goes on, dude. <laughs> it goes on and on. And you're like, dear mother of God. Like, you'll be, I was a trooper, dude. Yeah. I was playing it, like, because it was kind of like nostalgic because it's been a, a, quite a few years. And I was playing it like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. Oh, I know what this means. And I was even noticing things like, mm. ooh, later this character comes back. The first time I played, I didn't recognize her or, or think it was important. But, dude, I was a trooper for a good two weeks of just solid playing this game, solid every free solid. moment. And then, dude, it just will break you, dude. Yeah. It will break you. And even in the chat, you will see people in your guild being like, bro, how much longer till I'm out of Realm Reborn? And everybody's like, you can do it, man. Just Oh, that's a long one. That's a long stretch. It's supposed to be a fun game, and it literally feels like you are being held after school writing on a chalkboard lines over and over again. Because yeah. none of the quests are difficult. No, you just not even remote. Time sinks, man. Go there, go there, yeah. go there. I mean, I I came back because a buddy of mine wanted to play, so I was like, "Here, don't buy it. Just use my account." Yeah. And so I was like, "Go have at it." And he was like, "Well, you play too, since I'm paying for it." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and I went back, and they gave me like 99 of these free teleport vouchers. I'm uh, I didn't get halfway through them, man. And I'm still like I'm nowhere. Nowhere even close. I think I got a bard to 62, and I'm like, I'm sitting in queues for hours. Damn. Yeah. Waiting yeah. to get through these raids that when Man. you get into, everyone's done them so many times at this point to like, even though you got the sprout by your name, you better know what the hell you're doing. You better not be wasting my time. You gotta do this. You uh, gotta do that. Like, or don't dude, wait for your cutscenes if you want to watch it too. That's the other thing. Yeah, you, you're not. They make out. you now. No, now they make oh, you. Oh, they do. do yeah, they? so all the veterans to watch all the cutscenes <laughs> every single time everybody has to watch them you can't skip them anymore because they got tired of new players being like oh i can't even see what's happening so they're like all right everybody watches cutscenes so that raises your play time by about another uh, five thousand oh. hours uh, but and now that's gonna that's gonna cost them probably some veteran players i do gotta say people. i do gotta say while we're on the subject real quick that it's probably the best deal for free to play because you can play through the entire Round Reborn, no restrictions, that whole first game for free. What? That's crazy. Because we're talking what? about especially like movies, novels, drama. That's a lot of content, dude. dude that's about 500 here's, here's, hours, dude. Here's what really pissed me off. This is where they lost me for life. So as a person who had an account and just couldn't get into it, you know, They've given me like, you know, here you can come play for a couple hours or a couple days. Yeah. But if I make a brand new account, I can play for free forever up to level 60, was it? Uh, maybe. I forget now. What, well, whatever. Regard, regardless. So you could swap a class, come back and yeah. go to 60. Swap to a class, come back, go to 60. Do that whole jazz. But because I was loyal and played before and play, paid a subscription, I'm not allowed to do that. 
So yeah, that's the you're literally saying you you were loyal at some point, but you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, oh, so it, it's really because of the way they designed it, because they kind of designed it themselves in, against a wall. Because if you say this first original game is free, th then that means anybody who's ever went past it, yeah, they can't play for free because they're already past it. So it's tough. Can't, you see what I'm saying? So it was a good idea because it's a ton of content for free. I would not want my new players to experience that though, because it's heart crushing, dude, trying to go through all that, the amount of hours it takes. And knowing and everybody's telling you the game, like, yeah, that's the crappiest part of the game. Uh, it's long. It's five hundred hours long. So I have to go through a five hundred hour tutorial, basically. Yeah. Dude. I, so, I, I even on my sixty two part, I don't think I died once. Yeah. yeah, it's just the time sink. Like I, I got to Heaven's Ward and I actually enjoyed it like a lot. Like that particular one, I enjoyed a lot. And then I got to the next one, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, because you're burned out. But you have then. to do it, and I felt like I had to do it, so it would cause me to stop because I didn't really like what I was having to do. Like I didn't enjoy it. I liked yeah. the game. I liked the gameplay, and I enjoyed like the story overall. But just that particular piece of like I'm stuck having to do this, oh. I just couldn't do. And I hate to tell you, but I think the warrior and the paladin are mixed up in nah. terms of abilities. The yeah. warrior has a lot of self-healing. Oh yeah, they changed some things with the last expansion too. They <laughs> took a bunch shit. of they pruned a bunch of skills away. And I was like, damn it, dude. All right, we're gonna hit one last topic because we are actually gonna hit a two-hour show today, believe it or not. Oh, we haven't done that. This will be the first time we ever hit a two-hour show right here. This is what happens when you get fired up about some bullshit. But there's a lot of it out there. This one is such a funny one to end on, man. And I know there are some people in chat right now who um, are planning on playing this game. Anybody heard the news about Outriders? I caught this one before the show and I laughed my ass off. I didn't I hear it. I've heard the new news. Oh, man. It's coming. The game's coming out in like five, six days or so. It's like the first, I think, is when it, it actually launches or whatever. And I've played this one. It's pretty fun, man, for a shoot. I actually enjoyed it or whatever, right? But, oh, here we go. <laughs> Outriders will permanently brand cheaters with shameful on-screen watermarks. So they aren't going to... It says right here... Mm -hmm. It says right here, uh, just in case you're thinking of cheating your way to the best loot in this cooperative game, people can fly... Uh, is enforcing matchmaking restrictions on branded cheaters. You can still play alone, but you won't be able to matchmake with quote unquote legit players, meaning squatting up could take forever. Uh, this is similar to the cheating hell some competitive games have applied as punishment. So you're going to have a watermark, right? Brands are over bands are their thing. They're discreet, but visible. So literally you're going to have a brand on your character that people will see whether it's just on your you know, like hovering you or whatever. Mm. So they're not going to ban you, but they're going to be like, you don't get to play with the legit population. We'll let you keep playing going ahead, but you're going to be branded. Can you play with the other oh. cheaters? I mean, it says you can still, you can still party up according to what I read, but just with only cheaters. I, then. I'm, I'm legit about players. So honestly, that's, that's the best way to do it. I like it. Taking the game. It's like, if they, cause let's face it. There are some people who that's just the way they like to play. People have used the game genies and, mm -hmm. and trainers and all this other crap. You know, people have done it before. Sometimes yeah. you just want to get a game and face roll shit. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good game for that too. Right. So, far. so, I mean, it's not like I'm saying I don't understand why people are cheating, but 
when it comes to cheating in a co-op game, you have a massive effect on other people's experience, yeah. which to me is, is disrespectful. I don't care that they're cheating. I find it disrespectful that they're doing something that is affecting my gameplay. Right. So the fact that they're saying, you know, you can still be a cheating scumbag, whatever. Here's your, here's your watermark. You just can't mess with the legit people. I'm all for that. That's yeah. cool. I'm great. I don't have a single bad thing to say about it. It's almost like saying you get to continue playing the game, but you don't get to play it fully. You don't get to play the true yeah. version of the game that everybody else is enjoying. You get to play the the downgraded, you're an asshat version. Right. Yeah. I like it. I think that's... And I'm going to be honest, from what I played of the demo, Outrider is actually one of the few games I'm going to actually skip on because mm -hmm. I play a lot of other ones that are similar. But um, I didn't find it difficult enough to warrant cheating. At yeah, all. I, didn't, I wouldn't either. Well, I'll tell you I what, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna take that idea. Uh, I'm going to remember it and I'm make a little note here. And when Dreamworld comes out, I'm going to, since I can do anything, I'm going to take and <laughs> apply that to everybody on the server. All one million people. Are you? Uh, wow. You know, I mean, I can so, do whatever I want. That's, so. that's just so innovative, Nathan. I know. See? You see how I just broke You deserve $55,000. <laughs> man you know so, it's just, it's just, yeah. just all i'm gonna ask is that you actually buy some artificial tears for your video yeah yeah in, like, in the middle of it too yeah. right yeah. right or get you know yeah make sure you make sure you put the drops in your eyes just a little bit ahead of time so that way they, they take a little time to build up that's so something that's like progressive yeah you, you talk about how you like stepped on a piece of lego or something progressive yeah it needs to, yeah, it needs to start just like you know, like you're fighting it, like it's yeah. just in there, but it's not dropping yet. And then when it drops, man, it just comes down heavy. Yeah, not to know? say that the guy in that video was faking the the emotion. No, you know, I'm just saying that's how I would do it if I were him. Yeah, and because obviously yeah. he's running scams, so that's how I would run. I him. mean, if you're if you're scamming, why wouldn't you scam on emotions and tears and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. It doesn't seem unlikely. Not that I'm saying they would or they are. It just doesn't seem unlikely that someone in their situation could do that. Right? I'm being neutral. I'm advocating for both sides. See? Emotions are the only thing that could make a human not do something logical. Dude. So it's the easiest way to scam, folks. I don't think that those I don't think I don't think those um pledges are real. What? I, I have I have very little faith in humanity, so I'm going to say that. I think it's self investment, just to be like, look, oh, oh Jesus, no. they're almost people are interested. Do you think you don't, so? It doesn't cost you nothing. You, you can say that you gave money, right? Now, if it makes it, you'll have to, right? You have to pay up. But like, why not? Why not just say make a bunch of accounts and a bunch of dummy accounts? I mean, that guy worked at Apple and Microsoft and Facebook. I'm sure he knows how to. I'm do sure that. his internships paid really well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he could just you know fluff it up, be like, look, there's we got 50k yeah. already. Why not? Because I just don't see anybody falling for that crap, dude. It looks stupid. It looks. There are some stupid crap. people out there, and I don't. I know it sounds derogatory, but some people just want to believe in the goodness of people. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but right now in this day and age, especially in this industry, it's a stupid thing to do. Mm. Go man. for hard facts. Don't don't just believe in people. The scammers must fall, man. They must fall. And right, you if know, we don't take, if we don't take a stand on this crap, it's never going to end. 
you got people out there like we talked about how like you know it makes even people like me think like oh maybe right but people like me and like nathan and and plenty of others we really just want someone to to deliver on a on their word for a good mmorpg just something honest something fun right and maybe innovate something do something to push the genre forward just a little bit it doesn't have to be you know a completely new thing that like no one's ever heard of. Sometimes you take the best pieces that work in a lot of different MMORPGs, you put them together and that in itself could be innovative because the, the approach in which you're choosing to deliver the narrative, the story, right? Plenty of games are doing it right. But like in the past, like two years, man, I mean, I've been like, I've been creating content around MMORPGs specifically for like four or five years or something like that now, at least. And like choosing to, and in that time of doing that, I have seen so many games that promised people the world, tried to deliver, couldn't cut it, couldn't make it, just didn't have what it took, didn't have the money, or the studios had to close or whatever. And, you know, it doesn't leave many of us a whole lot of, like, hope for, for you know, good choices, like good options. Right. So there's only a few that are doing it. And you get people like, you know, you got Lexer here helping with Defend the Night. You got you got Scribbles who who was talking about it earlier in chat with Defend the Night that are planning to do it. And they were they were, are one of a handful, literal handful of games I was following, right? And now on that handful of games, two. On that handful of games were Ashes of Creation and Defend the Night. And out of the five, there aren't any others anymore, man. Pantheon wasn't there. Pantheon kind of got really got on my radar because of Nathan and some of the other people around here around the show. Like I heard of it. I knew about it. Right. But then you go and you look at like all the games out there, man. Like you got more. It seems like you got more scammers trying to rip people off and do them dirty than you've got people trying to do, deliver on something honest. Yeah. And people just want something honest. So here's here's to, you know, cheers. Here's to all of the passionate MMORPG, you know, developers and, you know, people that are inspired to actually bring, you know, bring people a game that they can be proud of that might be in the trenches, might be dug in for a while and are just being honest and just being transparent and keeping their communities like up to date on what's actually going on. Here's to them, man. Shout out to all of them that are doing it, that are like, you know, one day at a time moving forward or doing right by their community, the people supporting them and trying to deliver a good game, man. That's, that's yeah. me right there, guys. And on that, I'll keep it even simple. Yeah. Even simple like that. If yeah. there's something you're doing that you look at and go, this could be kind of trashy. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't act like a piece of trash. I'll be don't, that guy. don't do lies of omission because they're okay. They're not lying. Don't, Flat mm. out promise one thing, knowing full well you can't deliver a hundred percent. Be honest about it. Say this is what I want to do. I might not be able to do it, but I want to try. That means more than promising us, promising us the world. Yeah. Give me believable expectations. Yeah. Let's I don't real, think the majority man. of us believe in it either like we don't we've been told that too many times right yeah. like wait till we see it yeah at this point so many people right wait till we'll see it man but with that being said y'all that's that's a rant episode 35 coming up soon we hit two hours on the show for the first time in 35 episodes that's what happens Thanks, Kickstarter. 
Thanks, Kickstarter, for the great content and rants of plenty. I cha- I plan on revisiting you again next week, you motherfucker. <laughs> Lexer. Well, no. The Nathan Apom. Why don't you let everybody know your domains, where you reign, where they can find you when you're not hanging out on this stream, ranting along with us. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, The Nathan Napalm. Also, of course, my YouTube channel, The Nathan Napalm. Um, and um, a lot of Dark Age Camelot content right now. Nice, We're nice. Killed there. And uh, Lexer. Well, social media is not my thing. So you can find me on Defend the Night's Discord, which you can get through their website, defendthenightgame.com. There you go. Who we, we now just started doing monthly uh, late night snacks where one or more developers of the game actually just sit around and hang out with the community. Sometimes we talk about serious topics. Sometimes we just shoot the shit and have a good time. Nice. So hopefully I will see you there. There you go. And friends, if you haven't already given this show a review on iTunes, it'd be greatly appreciated. Five stars and leave us a comment. We'll read it here live. You can also, well, you know the number. We go through this all the time. Be, be sure to follow this show on, on Twitter at the LFM show. And friends, here's to a great week. Stay safe out there. And as always, <laughs> suck. walk in the light. And with that, have a great night. We'll catch you next I'd rather, time. I'd rather pledge to Dream World than play a paladin. Fuck that. Don't you say that kind of shit. All I know is shit got real. This this <laughs> hey, 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 who who won the, the tinfoil hat thing? This <laughs> paladin baby. Oh That's, shit, Lexus, look at this shit. Only because it was smooth and shiny, they couldn't tell anything was there. <laughs> this is probably accurate. You guys have a great night. We'll catch you next time, everybody.